I also think there's something to be said for finishing a project. Even if it's not your biggest passion, even if it's not going to be your highest selling book, it gives you a sense of pride and a sense of self-esteem that you finished that and you got it out. And it feels like you're uncluttering your mind of those stories that are knocking around in there that maybe you didn't quite get pushed. Hi there. Do you want to write fiction that readers gush about, but you can't figure out how to fill in the beginning, middle, or end of your story? I can help with that. Do you struggle to flesh out character or plot or to stick with your story long enough to finish it? I can help with that. Once your book is written, are you totally clueless about marketing? Do you find yourself Googling how to market a book or how to make money on fiction? I can help with that. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. You know you're meant to write fiction, but you can't seem to nail down the skills or processes that make it simple and repeatable, not to mention fun. So you wait around for the muse to show up, try to force your story into a template or outline, or take months, if not years, to discover your story. Plot twist, there's a better way. Hi, I'm Liesl, USA Today bestselling author, story psychologist, writing craft geek, Christian, and story clarity coach. After 10 years of trying to master fiction using the old industry standard writing advice, I still felt lost. I finally learned what fictional storytelling and the human template are really about humanity, emotional connection, and serving our readers by giving them relief through vicarious experience. Imagine learning how to flesh out your characters, plot, world, and theme with such definition and clarity that every story you ever write lands with readers and makes people go, wow, now there's an author. Imagine knowing how to drill down to the heart of your story to learn what it's really about and tell the unique story that only you can tell so that you can get more readers, more downloads, more royalties, and of course, more fiction writing success. This is the podcast for you. We are prolific authors. Hi there, and welcome to 2023. I hope everybody had a wonderful and safe holiday season and a wonderful new year. So now that we're in the new year, we kind of have to reassess where we're at as writers and what our goals are for this year. Now, even if you've had trouble before where you've set goals and not quite hit them or maybe not hit them at all, you're not alone. Everybody goes through that. But today I want to talk about how to help you make realistic goals, goals that you absolutely can hit so that you see growth in yourself as a writer and hopefully in your writer business um, in 2023. Okay, so let's jump into that. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. Back when I was in college, there must have been two or three times that I decided I was going to take a semester off. I just wasn't going to take any classes that semester. I was working and I was going to get my book written, right? Yeah, none of the times I did that did I actually have a book by the end of the semester. <laughs> kind of embarrassing to look back on it, but there were a lot of reasons for that. Part of it is just that I was young. I had not nailed down my writing process. I had not created the writing habit in my brain so that I was actually capable of getting the writing done. That was a big part of it. Another big part of it is just that, you know, I was in college, I kind of wanted to party and veg, and I wasn't, you know, really very disciplined in getting my writing done. But the point is, I made a goal and I definitely did not hit it. And it was because I didn't have the right processes in place. I didn't have the right mindsets in place to get it done. And that is something that a lot of writers struggle with because the idea of writing a book is really great and really fun and, you know, kind of this really romantic notion, but it takes actually quite a lot of work and a lot of brain power. And until we get ourselves into the right state of mind and have the right processes down so that we can accomplish that, it's actually very, very hard to do. 
So in addition to those times when I wanted to take a semester off and write a book, I've also had years where I thought I'm going to write 10 books this year and didn't quite get it done. And to be honest, even these last two years, I've been working on different sides of my business. So honestly, real talk, I have not published anything in about two years. I have actually a lot of stuff written because I have continued to write weekly. I have a critique group that keeps me accountable in that way, but I just have not finished and published everything. So the first thing I want to say is that you need to set realistic goals based on where you are rather than where you want to be. Of course, we all want to be James Patterson and write 30 books this year and make a million dollars. But if you're nowhere close to doing that right now, it's probably not the most realistic goal. Okay. If you wrote three books last year and you want to write four or even five or six, that's very doable. But don't set goals that are so lofty that you're not capable of actually achieving them. Now, the thing is, um, most people think that the loftier the goals you set, the better. And, you know, it's the whole aim for the stars. And even if you don't hit them, you'll end up in the clouds. Now, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Okay. I'm, I'm really not bashing it. And I probably even use that phrase several times when I'm doing training and stuff. Okay. So uh, full transparency. And like I said, I'm not bashing it. There's a lot of truth in it. But at the same time, the problem with setting goals that you really are not capable of accomplishing is that it's create sort of a um, failure pathway in your brain. Okay, this is why so many people decide every year around this time to lose weight and then don't do it, okay? Every time you fail at that, it creates a pathway in your brain that says, oh, every time you do this, you end up stopping, you end up not seeing it through, and it's this pathway that makes it easier to fail the next time. So if, on the other hand, you set goals that are very attainable and you get some small wins, that creates success pathways in your brain. And then you can keep succeeding and setting bigger goals and hitting them. So that's what I want to caution you about. There's nothing wrong with setting lofty goals. There's nothing wrong with having really great, really um, growth-oriented goals, but you just need to make sure, number one, that it's possible for you to do, and number two, that it's something you actually want to do. When I say realistic goals, I do not define realistic as um, what other people think you can accomplish or what the vast majority of people are able to accomplish, because let's face it, most people, it's on their bucket list to write a book, but you are one among very few that actually do it, okay? So when I say realistic, it has nothing to do with other people. It has nothing to do with, you know, what your potential is. It's what you have, number one, the time to do. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Look at your schedule and what can you realistically accomplish in the time you have to write and what your true inclination is to work on, okay? So let's say, just to use a different uh, analogy, that I decide that I want to run a marathon in three weeks, okay? Could I do it? Sure, but it's not terribly realistic. I am not going to have time in the next three weeks to train, do the training that my body needs to complete that marathon, okay? If I wanted to do a marathon in nine months, then maybe I'd have the time. But the next question is, am I actually inclined to do that? Do I actually want to train for that? Because again, in theory, it sounds great, but do all of us actually want to do the really hard work of that? Maybe not. So if you're somebody who just wants to write a few books a year and you're great with that, then don't make a goal to write 10 or 15 because that is a lot more intensive work. You can do it if you want to and if you set yourself up for success, but just make sure that you have the actual true inclination to do it, okay? So um, let's talk about then how to actually set realistic goals for yourself this year that you can accomplish, that you want to accomplish so that you can see some growth in yourself as an author. Okay, in order to do this, what you're gonna need to know are the following things. 
figure out how long it takes you to write a book. Now I've talked about this before on podcasts and in trainings, just sit down with a calendar, figure out how many words you can write in a given time and how many hours you have in a given time and how long it's going to take you to write that book. So if you, and I really want you to break this down granularly. So if it takes you two months to write a book, that's great that you know that it's about every 60 days you complete one. Okay, great. But I want you to break it down more than that. Okay. Look at how many writing sessions did you have in that 60 days? How long were they? And how many words did you get written in each session? I know it could vary a little bit and that's fine. But the more detail you know about how long it takes you to write a book, the more precisely you'll be able to plan and you'll be able to set yourself up for success. So I want you to know that you can write three times a week for an hour. And in that time, you can get 6,000 words done over those three sessions. Okay. So you're getting 6,000 words done a week and your novels tend to be about 60,000 words long. So it takes you 10 weeks. Okay. I want you to do the math like that so that you know how long it takes you to write a book. Um, figure out how much time you have to write. So sit down with an actual calendar, guys, whether it's on your phone or on your desktop or a paper calendar, whatever you want, and figure out over the next few months when you're going to have time to write and how many hours a week you have. And again, how many hours a week you want to write. Okay. If you only have five spare hours a week and you set aside all of those for writing, is that going to burn you out because you don't have enough time to recharge your batteries and veg. Maybe you should only use three of those for writing so that you have two to kind of relax or do some other um, activity that will help you to look after your own mental health. Okay. So figure out how much time you have to write, how much you want to um, commit to writing your book. Um, first things first, if you are just starting out and you're not sure exactly what you should be learning, um, what you should be nailing down first, here's what I want you to do. Okay. Because just saying, I want to write for one hour a day, a thousand words or 2000 words in that hour. If you don't have the processes down, like I talked about, like I didn't when I was in college, there's a very good chance you're going to sit at your computer for an hour and not get anything done. Okay. So this is the stuff you need to nail down in order to help you be successful from the get go. Just like anything else, you need to put the foundation in place before you build up. Otherwise it's going to be really hard for you to succeed. Everything's just going to topple you need to get your writing habit nailed down. Now I do have a training called the 75 day writing toughness challenge that will help you really cement that habit in your brain. I also teach it inside the Academy. Okay. But it's basically, you need to write every day for 75 days. You can start with only writing maybe 500 words a day, a few paragraphs, a few pages, you know, wherever you're at, start where you're at and build from there. Okay. Because you need to be able to sit down and write on command. There are, a lot of myths that go around in our industry about the muse and waiting for the muse. And I can only write when I'm in a certain state of mind or at a certain time of day. And it's not that any of those things are bad. If you write better at a certain time of day, then by all means, write at that time so that you can optimize your writing. But I want you to get to a point where you can just turn it on and you absolutely can get to that point, but you have to do the work, the work in order to create that habit in your brain. Okay. So you need to nail down your writing habits real true professionals that get their writing done every day, no matter what they sit down and write when they have time. And it doesn't matter what state of mind they're in. It doesn't matter if they feel like writing or not, they just get it done. And if you want to succeed long-term as a fiction author, you need to get to that point. It may take you a lot of time. You don't have to get to that point tomorrow. <laughs> it is the first day of the year as I am recording this. I think it'll uh, post on the second day, but start working toward that. Okay. Keep in mind that goals are not meant to be hit 
New Year's goals specifically are not meant to be hit the first week or even the first month. They are something you're going to be working on over the course of that year. And that's, again, why a lot of people fail at their goals, because when they are not seeing significant progress inside of two weeks, they go, oh, this isn't working and they stop. Okay, the point is to do that goal the entire year and see what progress you've made, okay? You're not gonna become a marathon runner in two weeks. It doesn't work that way. You're not gonna become a bodybuilder in two weeks. You're not gonna become James Patterson in two weeks. You have to work at it over the course of the year. So I would love it if one of your goals was to nail down this writing habit, write every day until it is a habit in your brain that you can just turn on, sit down and write anytime you need for as long as you need, and that will serve you throughout your life and throughout your career. So that's the first thing that I want you to work on and keep in mind that I can help you with that if you need help. The second thing is that I want you to learn to plan your story so that you have a strong handle on it and your time. Look, I know that everyone pants their first stories and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does that. I did it. That's totally fine. And I am not knocking on pantsing, but most people, I would say 98% of authors who do this long-term, who want to write many books and make their living off their writing, they learn pretty quickly that they cannot pants every book they ever write, okay? They can use something of a pantsing process as they're writing, and that's fine, but they have to do some planning either way, because otherwise it's going to take them six months to write every book, and it's going to take them a lifetime to get to a point where they can actually make money and live off their royalties, okay? If you do a little bit of planning, if you learn how to do this, you can get your book planned really quickly, and then you just have to put in the time and the hours, however long it takes you to get the words written. You will have a much better handle on your story. You will write much more um, cohesive, deep, cathartic stories that readers will automatically engage with and you know feel connected to emotionally. And you will be able to um, you know have a, have much better handle on your time so that you know exactly how long it's going to take you, when you're going to be done. Of course, a wrench can be thrown into things. Life happens, but you know that's true of everything. That's true of day jobs. Sometimes we can't make it, and things happen, and you know. That's true everywhere, but this is the most professional thing you can do for your writing to have a pretty good idea of how long it's going to take you and to be somewhat prolific, to know that, okay, if it takes me two months to get a book written, I can get between four and six books written every year, okay? That is what a professional does because they can count on that. And yeah, give yourself a little leeway in case things happen and you don't get quite as much done as you thought, that's fine but it still gives you a much better handle on your story, a much better handle on your author business, and certainly a much better handle on your time. So you need to get your writing habit nailed down, and then you need to learn how to plan at least some aspects of your story. I'm not saying if you're a pantser that you have to stop being a pantser, but even pantsers can plan certain aspects that will then allow them to write their story much more quickly and efficiently, and you know they're just not meandering all over the place. And this is one of the big things that I teach inside my academy, okay? I want you to be able to have the skill so that you can succeed as a writer. Only after that do you actually put your work, your head down and do the work, okay? Once you have these two skills nailed down and you just put your head down, keep working, keep chugging along, whatever pace you go, you'll be amazed what you can accomplish in a really, really short amount of time. Let's say that you get to the point where you can write a thousand words per day. Guys, I believe anybody can write a thousand words per day. Once you really get going and get to the point where you've had some longer sessions where you've written two or 3,000 words or 5,000 words or 7,000 words or whatever it is, 1,000 seems like small potatoes. And I, I totally understand that if you've never done that before, it may seem like a lot to you. Yeah, totally, I understand. But you will get to a point just like anything else. Again, I like to use the exercise um, analogy. The first time you have ever run a mile, it was probably really, really hard and felt like it took forever and felt like your body was taking a beating. 
But then once you improve and you know have more experience and get stronger and do it more, you get to the point where you're running five miles a day and one mile seems like it's a warm up, right? Okay, that's what I mean. You'll get to a point where a thousand words is not that big a deal. And I believe even really busy people who don't have a lot of time can do a thousand words per day. If you do a thousand words every single day of the year, you know, get that writing habit, that daily writing habit, you can write 365,000 words in a year. Now, assuming your books are 70 to 90,000 words, that's the average for a, you know, quote unquote novel, that's four to five books a year. And of course, we have to keep in mind that some people write much shorter books. If you only write, you know, 30 or 50,000 word novellas, you can get a lot more than four or five books out in that time, in that amount of words. If you're like, I am currently writing 200,000 word books, then maybe that's only one to two books or a book and a half. Okay. So of course you have to keep that in mind that everybody writes different lengths and different genres have different lengths, but writing a thousand words a day, which I believe if you have your writing habit down and you have planned your story, I think you could do that in an hour a day. You could feasibly write four or five books a year. Okay. Think about that. You could do it in a way that fits into your lifestyle, that isn't overly hard, that's not burning you out, and you could have a lot of progress over the next few years building your backlist, okay? Now, let's say you jump up to 2,000 words per day. Uh, probably the most famous person that does this is Stephen King. He always talked about how seven days a week, rain or shine, holiday or no, he wrote 2,000 words a day. And again, you can get to the point where this does not take you very long. It is something you'll have to work up to, but again, if your writing habit is there and you have your book planned, Many people write 2000 word chapters and you could really pound out a 2000 word chapter every single day. I know you can do it. Okay. Even if it seems like a lot right now with that, just experience and really sticking to your guns and going for it, it would not take you that long to get to a point where you can write 2000 words every single day. And I would love for all of you to set that as a goal. Even if it takes you all year to get to that point by this time next year, get to the point where you are writing 2000 words every single day. Why? Well, naturally that doubles the amount of words you're writing every year, 730,000 words per year. Okay. For again, an average novel, 70 to 90 K that's eight to 10 books per year. That's a lot. You guys, you can build your backlist really quickly. Most of you know what 20 books to 50 K is, and that's just a philosophy. It's not an absolute formula, but if you're writing eight to 10 books a year, and you're doing it in just a few hours a day, it's only going to take you two to three years to get to the point where you have 20 books and you can be making a really decent income, okay? This is what I'm saying. Be realistic about your goals. By all means, set lofty goals and be willing to work hard at them. But setting realistic goals is not as hard as you think. It's not, I'm gonna be James Patterson, write 30 books this year. No, no, you don't have to do that. You can have much more achievable goals and be really, really successful. You just have to do the work, not only of the writing, but of putting the processes in place planning, and then, you know, doing what you say you're going to do, putting your head down and doing the work. So let's talk about setting your goals. This is kind of a sequence that I want you to go through to set your goals for this year. So grab paper and pen, or if you want to, you know, type it out on a word processor, that's fine. There are six questions I want you to go through and ask yourself. And I would recommend you journal on these a little bit. So do a little bit of free writing and kind of explore them in your own mind so that you can figure out exactly what you want and you're also taking everything into account, okay? So question number one, what is unfinished? So I told you at the beginning that, full disclosure, I have not actually published anything in a couple of years, but I have a lot of stuff that's written and just not finished and actually published, okay? I probably have one, two, three, close to four books that are <laughs> written. They still need a little bit of love. They need a little bit of editing still and, and some things to go over, um, but they have not been published. And so I do not want to make a goal to write 10 new books when I have these other ones that are unfinished. So 
I would recommend that you look back at what projects you have started and not finished. If it's something you have just lost interest in and you don't want to finish it, that's fine. You don't have to. But I also think there's something to be said for finishing a project. Even if it's not your biggest passion, even if it's not going to be your highest selling book, it gives you a sense of pride and a sense of self-esteem that you finished that and you got it out. And it feels like you're uncluttering your mind <laughs> of those stories that are knocking around in there that maybe you didn't quite get pushed out. Okay, so I would recommend trying to finish anything that is unfinished. That's my biggest goal for this year is to get everything that is written, finished and published this year. Okay. I will probably start some new projects as well, but not until I get that done. Okay. So brainstorm, think about what is unfinished, whether you want to finish it or not, and um, see what you come up with. How great would it feel to finish that book that you've been working on and keep setting aside and to actually get it out and get it finished. Okay. That's the first thing I want you to think of. Uh, question number two, what did not work for you in 2022? So this can be anything. It could be that you didn't finish a book, but maybe also that you tried to write 5,000 words a day and that didn't work. Or you tried to write in the morning before work and for the most part, you just couldn't get out of bed and it didn't work for you, okay? Um, did you try to be exclusive and you want to go wide because the exclusivity thing just isn't working for you or vice versa? Um, anything that didn't go your way and that you didn't succeed at in the way that you wanted to in 2022, write that down. Think about it. Talk about it. Examine why it didn't work, okay? It's really important you understand why. Um, dig into it. You, you know, you could say, well, I don't know why that didn't work. Okay, fair enough, but dig into it. See if you can figure out what went wrong. Did you not put enough time into it? Were you not able to do everything that was necessary? So for example, if you took your books wide and didn't see many sales, could it be because you weren't doing promos that would sell your books wide? Um, if you, you know, like I said, if you were trying to get up early in the morning and, and write and you couldn't because you were too tired, then you know it was just because you were too tired and that schedule doesn't work for you. Really dig into it and figure out what didn't work and why. Think about how you could fix those things for this year. Now, you might want to try them again, but just figure out what you need to do to make yourself successful. So maybe you want to keep your books wide, but you need to do some promotions, some ads, some newsletter promos, things like that in order to build those audiences on wide platforms. Okay. Or maybe it was such a crash and burn in 2022 that you decided that um, maybe you want to do something completely different. You want to go back to being exclusive. Um, you know, if it's really not working for you to work to uh, write first thing in the morning, then maybe you want to try in the evening before you go to bed or you want to try at your lunch break. So again, how can you fix it? How can you make it better this year? It's going to be a big part of your goals. Then you're going to look at what did work for you in 2022. Okay. What were you successful at? Um, maybe you did Facebook ads and they sold a lot of books for you. Great. Write that down. Maybe you ventured into Amazon ads and you're doing pretty well there. Okay, great. Write that down. Maybe a few times during the year, you actually, uh, wrote before you went to bed instead of early on. And you actually got a lot of writing done. Great. Let's write that down. Okay. What did work for you in 2022 and how question number five, can you double down on that? Okay. It is just as important to double down on what is working on where we're getting wins as it is to fix where we're not getting them. Okay. So what I mean is, yes, it's important to recognize what failures we had and try to fix those, but it's almost more important to double down on what is working. Okay. We need to make what is working work really well, work even better than before. Okay. And we will have more success doing that than you know, fixating on what went wrong and trying to fix it. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you do need to try and fix it, but make sure you're doubling down on what did work for you.
And finally, what new projects do I realistically have time for with, again, realistically meaning something that you have the physical time for and the inclination to do realistically. Okay. Do you really want to write 20 books this year? You can do it if you want to, I believe in you, but it's going to take hours and hours and hours and hours. Okay. And if you do not have that time, even, even if you could theoretically make that time, do you really want to work that hard? Okay. Are you going to be neglecting your family? Are you going to, you know, is your job day job going to be suffering? something that realistically you can do without killing yourself basically and that you know that you will want to do and stick to because as great as it is we sometimes make lofty goals and say I'm going to write four hours every day but by the second week we're completely burnt out okay so something that you can realistically stick to all year so I want you to use those questions and then you can sit down and write your goals for 2023 okay Okay, so you might want to start with what is unfinished. Okay, I have these two projects, these books that are half written. I would really like to finish them. So those are your first two goals to get those two manuscripts finished. Okay, and then talk about, um, okay, what didn't work? Well, I, you know, I didn't like being exclusive to Amazon. Um, maybe you had some problems with your account or you saw other people having problems. And you said, okay, I want to go wide. So that's your next goal to take all of your books wide. What was working for you? Well, I realized that the time that I get the most words written is midday. So my goal this year is to write every day at midday on my lunch break. Okay, great. There's your goal. That's what I mean. Just go through and figure out what works for you and write down some realistic goals. And once you have all those things covered, then move on to, okay, what new projects do I want to start and will I have time for? And the other thing is that goals do not have to stay the same. I would reassess your goals throughout the year, either monthly or maybe quarterly and see where you're at. Okay. There is no shame in changing a goal because as you start to get into the thick of it, you're in the trenches, trying to get this stuff done, trying to get your writing done. You realize that maybe that goal wasn't terribly realistic. Okay. That's fine. Push it or give yourself more time or say, okay, maybe next year or maybe next quarter because I couldn't quite do it. You know, maybe you thought you would get both of the uh, unfinished manuscripts done the first quarter, and then you could move on to new projects the second quarter. But when you get to the end of the first quarter, you realize you didn't quite give yourself enough time. So you're gonna need to use that second quarter to finish those two. And then you can move, you know, like I said, goals do not have to be set in stone. They can be very, very fluid throughout the year. So just reassess and also keep yourself on track. And you can do this exercise every quarter or every month, you know, just assess everything. What worked for me last month? What didn't work for me? How can I improve? How can I double down on what did work? And where am I at in my goals? Have I finished what I wanted to finish? Do I need to give myself more time? Um, can I move on to a new project because I got everything done? Just check in with yourself, check in with your goals. Okay. So um, let's go ahead and recap then. Um, first of all, you need to figure out how long it takes you to write a book, what time you realistically have to spend writing and um, you know, what is a realistic goal for you, meaning that you both have the time and are inclined to do that long-term all year long. It's not going to burn you out. You're not going to get sick of it. It's not going to encroach on your life or your you know, relationships or your mental health. Okay. Um, in terms of what to get nailed down your foundation, make sure that you start nailing down that writing habit and that you learn to plan whatever aspects of your story, help you to get them done more efficiently so that you have a good handle on your story, on your author career and on your time. Okay. From there, you're going to start asking questions for your goals. Okay. So it's going to be what is unfinished that you want to finish. Um, what did not work for you last year? Why? And how can you fix that or improve that for 2023? Then what did work for you last year and how can you double down on that and continue building on that success? And then finally, what new projects are you looking to do this year? 
and then sit down guys with a calendar or a notebook or however you do that. And by all means, bring your family in, you know, bring your significant other or your kids in and say, this is what I want to do and talk to them about how maybe they can support you. That can be really, really helpful. And sometimes your family really likes to get in on helping you write, you know, so if you bring your kids in and say, Hey, mommy has to write every day at this time. Can you support me by allowing me that, you know, that hour, that alone time to write. And then the kids feel like they're part of it, you know? And so they're more likely, yeah, you're still going to have days where, you know, <laughs> things are going to encroach. Like we all know life happens and that's just the way it is, but it will help you a lot. Okay. So I hope that this training has been helpful. I hope you set some really great, realistic, but also lofty goals that will help you to grow as an author, grow your business in 2023, and have a really, really great year of writing. And remember, I am always around to help you, to serve you any way that I can. Um, make sure and hit like and subscribe so that you don't miss any of my videos. And yeah, I will continue to see you this year as we all move forward in our writing journeys. Let's get a million transformational stories out into the world for our readers and up-level the indie author space to show that we can really write high quality stories, okay? All right, happy writing guys, happy new year. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, can you do me a solid and share it with other authors you think might benefit from it? Remember, the rising tide lifts all boats. Also, if you haven't yet, would you be willing to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It's the only way for me to know that you're enjoying the podcast and it helps Apple recommend it to other authors like you who might benefit from it. Finally, if you haven't already, hop over and join the prolific author community on Facebook. Inside, authors network, ask questions, and I often do teaching via Facebook Lives. Thank you so much for listening today. Happy story crafting this week. And remember, there is always a market for awesome.